Yo, what's going on, fam? It's your boy, Tyre Johnson. We are back with another episode of the Cannabis Diversity Report. Today, I got my good brothers, Brendan and Stan from Jersey in the house. What's good, brothers? What's good, bro? What's up with you? Not too much, man. You know, it's always a pleasure rocking with y'all, man. You know, being from the, the great state of New Jersey, um, I've, I've loved and been watching and seeing how y'all moving and, you know, really carrying the torch, putting on, you know, for the culture, for education, for events up there, man. It's good to good to rock with y'all today. Nah, brother, it's a pleasure to be on here, man. You know, we got nothing but love and respect for you and everything you're doing. So it's always love. Absolutely, man. What you what you smoking on over there, man? I know y'all always blazing something good. Man, you know, we, we, we just got back from uh, Columbia Care, now known as Cannabis. We picked up a couple of different things. Got what we got over there, bro? Some, some purple starburst, some uh, platinum gorilla. What's that other joint? It's some runts muffin. Okay, okay. So, so tell you know for everybody in here listening, tell everybody about who you brothers are and, and what you do at four twenty NJ events. Yeah, bro. So I mean, I, I kind of just get the, the the beginning of the end piece. <coughs> Excuse me. So we started four twenty NJ events back in twenty seventeen. It was actually Stan's idea to really put together a platform that could both be educational around uh, uh, cannabis as an alternative medicine, as well as obviously the business the business opportunity. We're from Jersey. Um, Governor uh, Governor Murphy, excuse me, had just been elected and said that he was going to make cannabis legal in the first hundred days. We we're obviously excited about that, and uh, it just never happened. So fast forward to twenty twenty, really do much with it. Fast forward to twenty twenty, I to believe the banking industry. You know, I was a uh, business bank and market director in my previous role. Um, and um, I, I leave the banking industry, stands sits down with me, and I'm kind of trying to figure out if I want to stay with banking or if I want to um, or if I want to obviously jump into uh, to cannabis. You know, and Stan talks me into it. We go full tilt with the case piece, man. And um, it was probably the best decision we ever made, you know. So we go full tilt with it. We start putting some money into 420 NJ events. We go out, we hire minority uh, writers for our website. Um, bring on interns, start partnering up with companies like Terrasen and Cannabis. And, um, you know, it was really it was really dope, man. And we got things rolling. Um, in February of this year, we got, our, we got our first gig with a company called Leafy Green Agency. They were hosting a master class in Newark, New Jersey. So um, we go to the master class. We're excited. Obviously, it's our first gig is media and cannabis, which is obviously a, a dream of ours. And um, we quickly realized, man, damn it's really difficult for black and brown folks to get in this space. So when we realized it's the, the financial uh, burden that comes along with it, you know, the, the business acumen needed to get there, we quickly realized we didn't know about it. So we then, uh, you know, created already Cannabis Academy, which we're going to be launching early next year. And with 420 NJ events, we saw an opportunity to really be a bridge between these large MSOs and corporations that are coming to New Jersey and the community. So we do things like host expungement clinics, um, cannabis career workshops. We actually did an uh, uh, expungement clinic September 30th. September 14th. Oh, September 14th. Yeah, September 14th, we did the expungement clinic. The cannabis career workshop was October 30th. October 30th. Yeah. So we did the cannabis career workshop October 30th. So on uh, at the expungement clinic, we actually ended up expunging 78 people's records right there on the spot, which was dope. Mm -hmm. Um, we did the cannabis career workshop on the 30th. We gave away 25 free Google Chromebooks, free corporate headshots, uh, free resumes, so on and so forth. So we just been really positioning ourselves, man, to be that bridge to here and um really push the culture forward. While holding, you know, folks accountable for the, the the turmoil that's happened with the war on drugs. Absolutely, man, and that's great to see. Um, you know, and like you said, that is something really important to be able to bridge those communities. Um, you know, I told you last time I saw you in person that um, you know, I love that you're doing that. 
especially I know, Brendan, you have a similar background to me coming from the coming from the banking world. And I know in finance, um, you know, working on things like that. So could you um, both of you brothers um, rewind back a little bit and talk about what your backgrounds, what were both of y'all doing prior to cannabis? Shed a little bit of light on that to just for people to see how that's relevant to the work that you're doing now. For sure, bro. So I worked in uh, banking my entire career from the time I was 18 years old. So I started out my career with uh, Commerce Bank before they became TD Bank. You know, I was a uh, customer service rep. That's where I first got introduced to banking. I left there, went to Citizens Bank. Um, it's probably like 2010. Um, and I become an assistant branch manager. And that was where I kind of saw like, OK, there, there's, there's something here. So I, I leave Citizens Bank. I go to what was called Sovereign Bank, which is now Santander Bank. I become a branch manager. And this is where I kind of really started getting things rolling with, with career-wise in the financial industry. So I become a branch manager. I dog out. I become number one in the whole company amongst like 149, no, excuse me, 749 branch managers. I went on a couple of trips the first two years. I went branch manager of the year, the whole nine, you know, flying us out the country, all that shit. I then cross over to become a business banker. So in my in my mind, um, you know, Tahir, I always thought the highest role you could get at a bank was the branch manager, right? <laughs> Until I got I got a job there and said, oh shoot, there's actually business bankers who go out and handle commercial clients, so on and so forth, and they make a lot of money doing it. So I got into that space, and um, man, it was, it was like I found my sweet spot. You know, it was like legal trapping almost. You know, so I started working with these business owners, man. I did very well for myself. Became number one in the company in that role as well. Won some more trips, more recognition to the point where I got promoted to what they called a business uh, banking market director. That was where I managed the entire New Jersey. I had 70 branches under me, 17 direct reports. I was 30 years old. My youngest employee was 49 years old. So you can imagine what that, di that dynamic was like. But uh, I learned so much, man. So when I when we decided to cross over to cannabis, it was, um, I'm never gonna say it's easy, this shit ain't easy, this shit's hard. Um, but it was, it was suitable for what I had been, you know, uh, conditioned to do. You know what I'm saying? I'll let, I'll let Stan obviously give his background. I've been in the security logistics for the past 11 years um, in that role. Um, I've done everything from procurement to um, HR to accounting, um, worked my way up. I've been direct operations of security alliance management for the past five years. Um, that is my current role um, to this day. Um, while I'm still working in regards to 420 NGA events, but that's my nine to five currently right now. Um, the director of operations for security alliance management in Bella Kenwood, Pennsylvania. Right. And like you said, both of those are scales that are very much relevant to the cannabis industry. Um, and you guys are, are proof of what you can do when you apply it. What are some of your, um, you know, like you said, you've done, <coughs> you've done the expungement clinics. What are some of the future goals um, that you guys have for the organization, especially we're right on the cusp of legalization now, right? I know that the um, the cultivation manufacturing, um, that's probably less than 30 days now. And then um, you know, we got the, the retail coming in March. So what are some of the, the future plans that y'all have as New Jersey's industry really grows and unfolds? No, man, for sure. So obviously with the 420 front, we want to keep doing what we're doing with the expungement clinics, the career workshops. But we've been seeing a, uh, a huge demand for medical marijuana to get to get signed up. Um, we get people that DM us damn near every day, don't know where to start, don't know where to begin. So we definitely want to address that piece. In addition to just obviously, you know, we've been um, doing a lot of research out here on the opioid crisis and just trying to get more folks to look at cannabis as an alternative medicine. So that's really important to us going into 2022. 
Um, obviously, we have our other organizations like you know Reform New Jersey, Minority Cannabis Academy. Um, we're going to be going for licensing in different in a different uh, couple of different realms. So we got a lot a lot planned for 2022. But going back to our initial point, as we prepare for licensing, you mentioned we have cultivation and manufacturing going live on December 15th. We have retail going live on March 15th. I think it's really important that these organizations that are coming to New Jersey um, sit down with us or someone like us and really figure out what that social equity plan is going to look like. You know, credit to the CRC here in New Jersey. They didn't let the cookie cutter bullshit, you know, get past. You can't just put someone on your on your application because they're black and get away with it. You got to actually do something with social equity. So we're really excited to be a part of that uh, process. For sure, man. And <clears throat> talk about um, what is the what is the New Jersey cannabis scene like in general? What's the culture um, and what's the total vibe like right now? How are people feeling as we're getting um, closer to closer to our legal market growing and and just the culture in general, because, of course, it didn't start with that. But talk a little sure. bit about NJ and cannabis. Well, no, man. I mean, um, we're eager, bro. We're eager. We're anxious. Um, I think we're obviously excited. Um, but what we need to be is educated. You know, um, one of the things that jump is that the cannabis business and smoking weed are two very different things. Okay. And, you know, while, while it could be fun, we obviously smoke a lot. Um, we're medical patients. But there's a lot of work that goes into this, man. And, you know, and, and our biggest thing is as great as that excitement is and it should be there, we need people to be realistic around, OK, this is what it's going to take to get that string you want. Mm -hmm. This is what it's going to take to get that dispensary you want. This is the type of business acumen you need to acquire if you don't run that company. You know, so we want to we don't want to be Debbie Downers, of course, but we want to be realistic with people and just be uh, very for, uh, for, forthcoming around what it takes to work in this industry. For sure. And um, as you mentioned, um, I know 420NJ is one of the, um, you know, one of the businesses you're working on, but you're also doing some other minority cannabis academy, as well as um, Reform New Jersey. Talk a little bit more. Tell us a little bit more about those. Yeah, man. I mean, those are very personal to us. Um, I'll start with Reform New Jersey. You know, we actually met the gentleman that runs Reform National, Weldon Angelos, doing our podcast, the Higher Learning with 420NJ Events podcast. And, um, you know, we, we, we heard a story, bro. We were blown away. You know, for those that don't know, Weldon Angelos um, was sentenced to 55 years in prison, served 13 of those 55 years, all over $900 worth of cannabis. Um, so, you know, he, he serves his time. He gets uh, pardoned by federal president uh, Trump and um, excuse me, former president Trump. And um, he comes home. He, he brings other folks home, you know, people like Corvain Cooper, Harry O. And uh, Stan and I meet him for the podcast and we're just talking about reform. So he tells us about reform. And what reform does. <coughs> excuse me. We have a reform uh, reform packaging, and then when you go purchase your eighth or your quarter or your pre-roll, whatever the case may be, a portion of those proceeds goes directly to the commissary account of men and women serving time for nonviolent uh, cannabis charges. And we saw that as just a golden opportunity. Like, if we're going to talk about social equity, we're talking about social equity where you can go buy your medicine and actually help somebody out who's suffering for the same plant we're benefiting from and enjoying. So that was a no-brainer for us. So we're looking to get reform in every freaking uh, dispensary in New Jersey and beyond. Um, and then Minority Cannabis Academy, as I mentioned, that was something Stan and I came up with back in February, the concept of it. Um, and we, we, we spun it around a bunch of different times, a bunch of different ways, but we've, uh, we've, we've decided on how we're going to move forward with it. And folks can expect to see some, uh, some, some things from us early 2022. And so what, are, what do you think are some of the most critical steps? Um, what do people need to be doing right now if they're there, excuse me, if they're there in New Jersey and they want to um, take part in the industry? 
For sure. I mean, especially in our minority community, right? It's about just knowing the facts around the application process, right? It's about getting out there and building out your team. As you mentioned, I mean, you, you talked about it earlier, Stan and I have different backgrounds, but both very conducive to this space, both very conducive to each other, right? So I always, I always urge people to build a team that's diversified, that has different skill sets in different places, um, you know, people that you get along with, so you know, you, you, you don't, you don't, you don't bump heads. Um, and then obviously, if you're going to be, if you're going to be applying as a minority business, whether you're a woman, whether you're a disabled veteran, whether you're black or brown, make sure you register that with the state of New Jersey. They don't care if you're black or brown. They don't care if you're a woman. If you're not registered as that, it doesn't matter. So I think that that's a big level of misconception folks need to understand before we go into licensing, especially those going for cultivation or manufacturing, because there's at least a 30-day wait on getting your certification for your MBA, SBA, whatever the case may be. That's great advice, man. And, um, you know, tell folks, where can people, um, you know, where can people find out about some of the things you'll have coming up next? Um, you know, find more information about 420NJ events. For sure. I mean, the best bet is on our Instagram, which is at 420NJ events. That's 420NJEVENTS. Uh, we filter all of our businesses through there one way or another. So you'll always be in touch with whatever we're doing for whatever company. If you're following 420NJ events, you can visit our website which is uh, 420njevents.com. And obviously we're, uh, you know, we're, we're on LinkedIn and our personal names, all that good stuff. Um, but yeah, man, definitely tap in with us. I mean, we, we got a, some big things coming in 2022. We're beyond excited for this Jersey push. Um, you know that, Tyre, you know how much we love Jersey, bro. So it's going it's going to be lit. Hey, man. Well, happy, happy holidays, Thanksgiving, Merry Christmas, all of that good stuff to y'all brothers, man. Appreciate y'all coming through. And we're going we're gonna to rock together and blaze one in person soon. You already know, brother. Appreciate you, man. You already know. And thanks, everybody, for coming through, rocking with us, man. Peace.